What a ministerial mess. Today, further allegations against Michael Wood over comments he made to a journalist about his Auckland airport shares. It's also emerged his shareholding was raised three times with Jacinda Ardern's office and it was wrongly told Michael Wood had sold them. A formal probe into his reporting of his financial interests has been launched. His colleague, Jan Tanetti, was under pressure too, grilled by Parliament's powerful Privileges Committee over whether or not she deliberately misled the House. Here's our political reporter, Katie Scotcher. New day, new allegation against under-fire minister Michael Wood. Surely the Prime Minister must act now. In July 2021, Michael Wood was contacted by a newsroom journalist asking what interests and assets he had beyond those declared publicly. Mr Wood responded with an unequivocal none. That's despite him having owned shares in Auckland Airport since the 1990s, which had not yet been publicly declared. I was not across all of the detailed information that I should have been. Um, That was my error for not being focused on this. I have never, ever deliberately misled anyone. Yet six days before receiving that query from the journalist, Mr Wood received his fourth reminder from the Cabinet Office to sell his shares. I acknowledge that at various times I was not focused on the information that was coming into my office. Sometimes the information was not coming directly to me, it was coming into my office. I've acknowledged my error here. And it turns out the Cabinet Office told the former Prime Minister Jacinda Ardern about Mr Wood's shares in Auckland Airport too. She was informed on at least two occasions and her Chief of Staff was also made aware. But her successor, Chris Hipkins, was only told about them on Monday. The Cabinet Secretary has, has acknowledged that um, it probably should have been flagged up directly to me before now, and I accept that. I think the Cabinet Office do an outstanding job here. Um, I think that, you know, clearly I would have liked to have that info a little bit earlier. National's Paul Goldsmith is again pushing for the Minister to be sacked. Michael Wood is making his Prime Minister look foolish and weak, and he needs to, um, I would have thought he needs to deal with this swiftly. The Prime Minister, Chris Hipkins, isn't making any calls yet. I'm going to wait and see um, when Jibs are the, what the, the conversations he's having with the Registrar of Pecuniary Interests at the moment um, before I make a, a further judgement on that. And I think that's actually important because that process needs to happen completely independently. Mr Wood is now the subject of an inquiry by the Registrar of the Public Record of MPs' Assets and Interests, Sir Martin Weavers. I think it's uh, appropriate and is a useful exercise to go through at the moment. Um, I'm keen that arising out of this, there's absolute clarity and transparency, and I hope that that inquiry can achieve it. And as for Michael Wood's Auckland Airport shares... As of today, I have sold the shares, and I have also donated the proceeds of that sale uh, to charity. I have also followed up and corrected the Register of Pecuniary Interest going back uh, to 2017. It only took him 931 days since he received the first reminder from the Cabinet Office. But Mr Wood wasn't the only minister under pressure today. Uh, Well, welcome to um, members of the committee. Welcome to the Honourable Jan Tanetti. Education Minister Jan Tanetti fronting up to a powerful committee of senior MPs. They've been tasked with investigating whether or not Ms Tanetti deliberately misled Parliament by taking too long to correct an inaccurate statement about school attendance data in the House. They're focusing on this comment Ms Tanetti made in the House back in February. Mr Speaker, I can categorically tell that member that the Ministry of Education is responsible for the data. I have no say over that. It took until May for Ms Tanetti to correct the record. Her staff were in fact involved in the release of attendance data. 
She insists they didn't explicitly tell her that minutes after making the incorrect statement in the House. A range of views were canvassed on the matter and the advice that they gave me was not definitive. Ms Tanetti is also stressing she had no idea her office was trying to time the data release to coincide with an announcement from her as Education Minister on tackling truancy. Are you telling the committee that you were not aware that there was discussion about the linking of the release of both the data and the announcement? Yes. You didn't know about either of those things? No. It's not yet clear if the committee will hear evidence from anyone else or when it will make a ruling on Ms Tanetti's conduct. If the committee determines Ms Tanetti deliberately misled Parliament, the House must then decide whether to punish the Minister. Possibilities include imprisonment, censure and expulsion from Parliament. Katie Scott, you're reporting there. Now we're joined by our political editor, Jane Patterson, from Parliament. Jane, where to start, hey? Um, what about the significance of the latest developments, um, the, the false statement to a journalist? That's right. So Michael Wood was, of course, as we know, stood down as Transport Minister at the start of the week. Now, that status hasn't changed, and he also still keeps his other Cabinet portfolios that include Immigration and Minister for Auckland Issues. But his position is much shakier today than it was on Tuesday, because at that point, um, the shares came out, the conflict was identified, and it, it sounded a bit more like a matter of administration that hadn't you know, quite gone, quite gone as it should. However, there's just been this trickle or deluge, however you look at it, um, of information that's come out over the past uh, couple of days. A double whammy today. So um, newsroom reporting that when they went to the Minister's office back in 2021, they were told that he had no other pecuniary interests. Now that was false. So they've reported that today in light of comments that he's made over the last week or so. And also now that he is under investigation from the Registrar of Pecuniary Interests. And this is the public register that MPs declare their assets, declare any other financial interest, so that conflicts of interests um, are well out there in the public. So uh, Martin Weavers, um, the registrar, looked at it initially and said, look, he, he does think that an inquiry is warranted. Chris Hipkins still saying that he... Um, Basically, well, backing away actually from his initial comments about being um, Michael Wood being returned or reinstated as Transport Minister, a lot softer today. At the start of the week, he had said that he would still be reinstated once everything was sorted, unless anything else came out. Today, he was stepping back, saying he's going to await the outcome of that inquiry before making that decision. How embarrassing is it to the Prime Minister after he said no need for an inquiry here and basically it's been taken out of his hands by someone else intervening? That's right. And um, I think it was only yesterday that Chris Hipkins was saying that the facts were uncontested, that a broad independent inquiry wasn't needed, that Michael Wood, um, despite the travails of the last couple of years, you know, had it now under control and was working to resolve it. But I mean, the other thing we've heard about today, and boy, was the Cabinet Office busy over the last couple of years with this issue. Um, we found out yesterday that the Cabinet Office had contacted Michael Wood 12 times. Now we know that uh, they, they also contacted 
Jacinda Ardern's office when she was Prime Minister about this and she was also incorrectly told that Michael Woods had sold the shares. So again, all of this uh, mess around it, um, the Registrar of Pecuniary Interests obviously has decided that a, an inquiry is warranted. Um, Chris Hipkins has said, well, you know, obviously he expects Michael Wood now to cooperate with this. But yeah, it is not leaving Chris Hipkins in a great place at all. As you heard in Katie's track, National says he's looking weak and confused, that he hasn't acted strongly or swiftly enough in terms of Michael Wood. And of course, part of this is it's cumulative. It comes off the back of the Stuart Nash res- uh, sacking and over conflicts of interest. You've got Jan Tanetti in front of Privileges Committee. Other ministers have been in, in trouble. Mika Faitari bailed to another party. So every week, Chris Hipkins is dealing with some ministerial issue and it is really starting to take its toll on the credibility and actually look of general competence of this government. Thanks for that, Jane. That's our political editor, Jane Patterson, live from Parliament.